Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is November 29th of 2022, and we're celebrating Tuesday of the first week of Advent. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 10, verses 21 through 24. And Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Turning to the disciples in private, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I say to you, many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. As we know, Advent is a time of waiting. It's a time of anticipation and longing for Christ's birth. Now, this sense of longing is captured beautifully by Isaiah in today's first reading. It helps us to remember that Isaiah was probably writing between 750 and 700 BC, at a time when the world was anything but peaceful for the Israelites. Jesse was the father of King David, and the kings that followed from David left the country morally bankrupt and without hope. We could say literally the stump and the roots are all that are left. To make matters even worse, during Isaiah's time, Israel and Judah were engaged in civil wars, with those only to be followed by the Assyrian invasion. You can imagine the sort of response Isaiah probably received when he made these prophecies, especially because they would only be fulfilled 700 years in the future. But it's because of this that Isaiah exemplifies both parts of today's gospel. He was one of the prophets who longed to see the Christ, and he was also one of the childlike to whom God revealed himself. Now, it's interesting that this is one of the very few times in the Gospels that the adjective childlike appears. And here it's closely connected with Jesus' profound rejoicing, one of the few times that that specific word for rejoicing is used. Now, the connection isn't immediately apparent, but we could say that to be childlike means to trust in God entirely, just as a child would entirely trust their parents. Now, Jesus doesn't force us to trust him, right? Just like we can't force anybody to trust us. But when we do trust in him, he can work miracles through us. Indeed, he can bring us to salvation. As Christ told St. Faustina, the graces of my mercy are drawn by means of one vessel only, and that is trust. The more a soul trusts, the more it will receive. God's mercy is what will bring us to heaven, and that certainly delights Jesus' sacred heart. As another author wrote even more succinctly, we must never forget how much we please God when we go to him with the simple confidence of children to confide our troubles and ask his help. Every person in the world likes to be trusted. So does God. He is most anxious to help us become better. That's a beautiful line. We must never forget how much we please God when we go to him with simple confidence of children. Everyone in the world likes to be trusted, and so does God. In short, trust leads to mercy, which leads to salvation, which leads to happiness. 
We can ask ourselves, how much do we really trust in God's love for us? Do we trust like children? And if not, what prevents us from doing so? Today, through the intercession of Mary, Our Lady of Trust, let's ask for the grace to trust God entirely and thus receive an abundance of graces, salvation, and happiness.